Welcome to Dubai Fashion News, the podcast where you can get to know everything about the fashion industry. Here we will interview fashion designers, influencers, models, photographers, shop owners, you name it. And what for? To learn their insights, their stories, and the lessons they learn along the way. I'm your host, Araceli Gallego, recording from Dubai. Today we have with us Leila Antakli. She's the general manager of Wilhelmina Dubai, a well-known modeling agency. Leila is from New York, but has lived in Dubai for almost four years. She has a master's degree in fashion management from Bocconi University in Milan. After her undergraduate studies in communications, she started her career in fashion, producing photo shots for Vogue Italia in New York. She was exposed to the best of the industry and was surrounded by the best fashion photographers, designers, stylists and models. Leila loves everything that has to do with the visual arts and has produced several films. But accomplishments on the side, Leila is a free and generous spirit. She loves non-profit work and has spent a long time supporting NGOs all over the world. She is also the blogger behind ninunina.com. Leila also loves Mr. Coco, her cute dog, and takes him on her many adventures and travels. Today, he was also with us on Skype. Coco? Stay put, don't go anywhere. The interview starts right now. Hi, Leila. Hi, how are you? I'm very good. Very happy to have you today in, in, with us in the podcast. I, I have so many questions for you, my Lord. Okay, tell us what is your role within Wilhelmina Dubai so that everybody understands what you do. So I am general manager at Wilhelmina and we're a small team and I basically uh, run the business from doing the operate like... Um, Managing operations, strategy, social media, business development, managing the team, making sure that they're happy and that they have the resources and tools they need to do their job properly and to have a successful business. And how is the standard day in your agenda? There, well, the interesting thing about working at an agency is that no day is standard. It's all <laughs> So that, that makes it kind of exciting. You never get bored then. Every day, exactly. every day is a new day. <laughs> exactly. And what is the connection of Wilhelmina Dubai and Wilhelmina New York? So Wilhelmina is actually an agency that started in New York um, by Wilhelmina Cooper, who is a famous supermodel. Mm -hmm. And we have offices now all over the world. So it's an agency that really um, has a very strong reputation, uh, represents some of the strongest talent and celebrities in the world. And we are very lucky and very proud that we, uh, we have the, the operation here in Dubai where there's so many exciting things happening. But we definitely have strict guidelines to ensure that we keep the standards high and that we work the way uh, our international offices run their, their business as well. Can you share a little bit what are those guidelines? That's basically part of what um, our vision and mission was, which was um, we saw that there were a lot of interesting things going on here in Dubai, but we wanted to implement uh, stricter guidelines here in terms of making sure that models got paid on time, uh, that we represent the talent just to, to really like improve the uh, quality of the models and their professionalism here and uh, 
that that was very important for us and uh yeah and and to create teams of people that you know would make clients happy because you know there's some photographers that work better with certain um makeup artists and things like that so we really wanted to be a part of that as well and uh yeah and it's been very interesting but we just wanted to improve like better operations and making sure that our talent was being uh represented fairly and 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 always considering them first. Mhm. You mentioned also makeup artists and photographers. Do you coordinate all that also for the clients if if they request that? We do. We have a creative division. It's very small compared to our hostess division and model division. But we see that we have a lot of international, ta a lot of talent coming in and out of Dubai. Uh, some people come for only a few months of the year, and we wanted to be able to provide our clients with international talent as well. Even though there's a lot of good um, photographers and makeup artists and stylists living in Dubai mm -hmm. and who are here all year long, we wanted to represent them as well. But we, you know, we also wanted to feature. Um, a lot of international talent who were interested in this market as well and give them an opportunity to work in the region. I think it's interesting also for them because if they are also represented by you, they also have the chance to go overseas, right? They, they will also have the visibility maybe to go to other other places where Wilhelmina is also representing, have other clients and maybe the style of photography or makeup or, or as is mentioned, the models, they, it's kind of like a change, right? Uh, it, yeah, it's it's not super often because as you can see, like, you know, cities like New York, London, Miami, LA, like there's talent everywhere. But we, we have done some very interesting placements and some intros that have led to some great work in other markets. Mm -hmm. And how is the operation day to day of a modeling agency? What other roles or positions are there besides yours that you are making sure everybody is working and everybody have their resources? What what other areas um, are there? So we have three divisions at Wilhelmina. We have the modeling side mm -hmm. and, uh, and so we have a uh, model booker for that. Mm -hmm. And then we have the hostess event side of the business and then we have a head head hostess booker for that. We have someone who helps also support us with business development and is out and about attending events, networking, finding opportunities for us to develop our business as well in the market. So that's an interesting position. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, we have an office manager who manages the day-to-day, -day, making sure payments are on time, uh, making sure that the office is running smoothly. And then... Um, My position, which, you know, I'm wearing many different hats and <laughs> so true. Trying, trying to kind of dabble on all, all the different aspects of the business. So from, you know, figuring out the best way to communicate with clients, uh, um, ensuring um, a strong social media, a strategy. Um, and of course, like I said before, like making sure that my team has all the necessary um, tools that they need so that they can do a really good job. Mm. And for example, how do you attract new models, new talent? Do you get it from, I don't know, beauty 
pageants or modeling schools or how how do you manage to always have because your your portfolio is always fresh and always has new faces how do you do it um fortunately for us we actually um receive a lot of great portfolios so we have a strong name and a good reputation so now uh it's a lot easier because of our reputation we get a lot of emails with portfolios or from other agencies all over the world and uh we you know we go through each email and we carefully select the models we feel that will do well in this market and uh how do you select which ones to bet for what is the criteria is there any particular criteria or you know your, the kind of models your clients are looking for and How do you do we it? get feedback from our clients, but in general, we have an understanding of what works well here, and we try to cater to that. But there's no specific criteria. We just we go through each portfolio, and we really try to determine whether, like, it could be that um, an edgy model mm-hmm. uh, that you know with blonde hair that uh, you know is not that typical in Dubai. Mm-hmm. If she has a certain something. As a team, we sit down and we think about it and we say, like, you know, could this be an interesting proposal for this market? And mm-hmm. we sit down and we, we try to analyze the calendar, what's happening at that point of the year. And we say, you know, maybe this client will uh, really like her for, for this show. So it really depends. There's no criteria, but we work on it as a team and it's always um an interesting process and one of the things we enjoy the most about what we do. It's lovely actually to be able to, you know, like uh, be part of the team. Maybe you have different view from, from the model or what she could do. That That's really good. That's really good. Yeah, and what's very interesting is that as a team, we pretty much agree uh, most of the time. So that, that makes it very interesting that because... You're very I, aligned. That's what it means. Exactly. <laughs> And what are the most soft after kind of models in the region? Uh, I think that the clients here in general tend to gravitate to models with a Mediterranean look, uh, you know, a little bit of the the brunette, dark hair, dark eyes, um, olive skin. Uh, but sometimes we have some clients and they just really love the edgy models that we bring too. Mm-hmm. So, but in general, it's usually a Mediterranean look. Can you explain us a little bit about the rights? I know when you're working with the, with models and, and with photographers, there is a lot of people in the region that don't know that there are certain rights that they need to respect. And uh, what th- what would be the standard? I know that they have to respect the usage, like for example, if it's going to be for social media or for posters, and also the time. Can you can you explain us a little bit more in depth? Um, okay, without getting too into details, yes. it can be pretty complicated. <laughs> yes. But in general, um, clients think that a model that first of all that all models charge the same, and that's always a surprise because models have different experience, mm-hmm. and uh, you know you have to also segment the the models by their experience and their portfolios Mm -hmm. then you have to also get an understanding and get a correct brief from a client because sometimes they'll say we're doing a photo shoot for just for social media and then that photo is then later seen as a billboard campaign Mm -hmm. Um, and even though the model has done the same amount of work obviously the model needs to get 
paid for the the proper usage. So, you know, it's very important to receive in a brief exactly whether the visuals are going to be used for print, for social media, for a lookbook, for a campaign, for a TV commercial, whether there will be behind the scenes uh, video shot as well. All these factors need to be taken into consideration and a rate needs to be um, sent properly based on that information. And so sometimes there's a bit of a, a gray area here um, regarding usage. So that's why we work very closely when we receive a brief to make sure that we get all the right information. Right. And in case of, for example, the client loved the picture and, for example, initially it was only for social media, but they later want to use it for a different use, they, not, they can always go back to you and it can be reviewed, right? It's a matter of basically communicating so that they won't get in any legal trouble in the future because eventually the model, the agency or the photographer may want to sue them if they are doing with the picture something that is not meant to be, right? Exactly, mm. exactly. Um, also, like we have local models and international models. I, I, I like a lot that before you mentioned the fact that they have different experience, they have different different skills. And uh, can you explain us, if I, if I would be a client, what would be the difference in the service I will be getting if I'm hiring a, a local model, maybe less experience, and an international model? So usually our international models we bring have a lot of experience, have uh, shot with Vogue magazine, have shot in many different markets. So they, they, they really understand the camera and they get the job done pretty quickly. Um, we also have a lot of incredible um, local models who also have international experience. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. difference is there's really no difference in oh. terms of how they look, but um, the, the only difference is that the international models are only here for usually four to six weeks and our local models are usually international girls who live in Dubai full time. So, um, so sometimes, like you know, we have some local models who've lived here for several years, um, where the international models. Are, the only difference is that they're a fresh face because they they they're only here for a few weeks. I, I think it's very important for the client to select a model based on how the model looks. You know, mm-hmm. so I really don't try to convince them to go for one over another. If a client really likes a local model and uh, wants to go for that like we're happy for that we push for that as well so I mean I I just um, so they stress- basically select based on what the, or the look that they want the, the look that exactly. they're looking for mm-hmm. exactly okay okay I also imagine the face if it's to use it gets tired on the eyes of the audience is that why you rotate your models uh, it's not that it gets tired um, or that the market doesn't want to keep using the same models but we just like to continuously bring fresh faces and, and offer something different. Mm. And uh, Lila, I also want to ask you about some hot topics. Um, because, for example, when it comes to modeling, there's some models that really, really start young, like 14, 15. How do you think it can affect them later in life to have such a huge responsibility mm. being so young? Yeah, I think the, the important thing here is that the parents or the the legal guardians of the child really need to make sure that they they have a um, how do you say this? Like I, I think it's just in, very important to promote a very very healthy positive self esteem mm-hmm. for the children, and that 
they learn from a young age not to take things personally or feel rejected because that can affect them in future, make them feel insecure or bring a lot of, you know, emotional issues. I think if the parent or guardian does this as something as a hobby or something that's just fun and teaches the child that, uh, you know, not to feel rejected, I think that's very important. Yeah. At the same time, like for them is a great opportunity. Like, uh, for example, if you're a young model, you can be traveling. What is another way of learning? It's just it's just basically that they need to have the proper guidance when it comes to yeah the parents. Basically, they need to give the proper support. Exactly. So that they st still they stay humble. Uh, and uh, they have their eyes open to the amazing opportunities they may be facing. And also, as you said, to protect themselves also from rejection or from any anything that they could find in the in the sector because there is, uh, as in every, everywhere in life, there is good people and bad people. So it's always good to have them, the parents, as support. And also when it comes to the super, super skinny models, they may, they might stop eating to be part of an industry standard that is far from healthy. What are your thoughts on this? How do you deal with this if, for example, one of your girls you notice is having some eating disorder? So we're very lucky because fortunately that hasn't happened to us mm -hmm. at the agency. Uh, we feel that this market actually responds to a healthy, curvy female form. That's true. So we very much promote um, healthy eating habits and And we want our girls not to look that skinny. So, yeah, so that we're, we've been very lucky with that. Yeah, because the market, as you say, is kind of like, a, it's, it's like, a, it's not as strict as somewhere else. But do you really think that, like, this extreme thinness is really appealing to clients to elsewhere, maybe? To me, it's even a little bit scary to see when they're. Fortunately, not in this market. Not in this market, but in other markets, do you think it's really something that it appeals? I think sometimes. I think uh, the fashion industry goes through phases uh, where they create these trends. And of course, you know, during the grunge area, uh, era in the 90s, you saw yeah. all the waif models that were promoting very uh, unhealthy figures. But, um, but in general, I think... Um, and, and I remember there was a big controversy in Spain that they had um, strict guidelines, uh, yeah. I think, like two years ago yeah, yeah. On, on the weight of the models. So I think, in general, the fashion industry decided to come together and promote uh, healthy, healthy figures. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope that they actually keep yeah. it and it's not just uh, something that is happening now. For example, in the last New York Fashion Week, we saw more plus-size models. We saw a hijabi girl and even an ex-convict. Do you think we're really embracing the difference or it's just marketing? Um, you know, I think it's a combination of all the above. Um, sometimes controversy is great because with social media, things go viral. So a brand or a designer gets attention. Mm -hmm. But in general, or sometimes it's just a form of communication So maybe the designer is using someone to promote uh, something symbolic that's happening in the, in the world, whether it could be a statement, a political statement, or or something about the environment. So so these things kind of all come together, and they all 
they're all somewhat related with each other. Mm. Or oh, we just want to uh, <laughs> give a lesson in tolerance to Mr. Trump. <laughs> yeah, probably, yes. <laughs> Tell me about your blog. You have a blog from 2008, Ninunina. Um, how did it all start? And what is it about? Well, thanks for bringing that up. Um, in 2008, blogs really were not very common. Mm -hmm. And uh, I saw it as an opportunity to sort of curate my own content and create my own online magazine. I found I was living in New York that I was just meeting a lot of interesting people. And I always, like you, like you're doing right now, mm -hmm. wanted to ask some questions to these interesting people. And I wanted to share that with the like-minded audience. So I created Ninu Nina, which is more of a creative platform um, featuring artists, uh, DJs, um, music producers, uh, filmmakers, fashion designers, models, photographers, and uh, and that's it. And I wanted to be able to link them to an international audience. And I'm really happy. I mean, it's not famous or anything, but I think people enjoy the posts and enjoy the visuals that I choose and, yes. and find the content interesting. So that makes me really happy. Yes, yes, it does. It's very interesting because it has also your personal vision of it. And, I, and that's what I like about it because you are very unique when it comes to your visions. And, and I love the freedom that your you the way you express uh, in your blog is like so free. I love it. I really like it a lot. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so, so happy. <laughs> um, Leila, you are from New York, been here for I don't know how many years already. How long have you been in uh, Dubai? Three and a half, I think, almost four years now. Oh, wow, yeah. Okay. Um, Leila, what are your future projects for Wilhelmina Dubai? Um, let me think about this. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, we're all very happy with what we're doing and executing our vision and mission that we had uh, when we started at the agency. I love our team, our models. I love the talent we're representing. I guess, you know, for us, we want to just continue to work with amazing productions and, and show other markets the great work that we're doing here. And I just want to be able to share more of these productions with with the international market. Um, and what are the, the future projects for Leila and Takli at a personal level? Um, I think with Nino Nina, there's a lot of interesting things that can be done. I'd like to be able to work on more posts um, eventually for it um, and perhaps create a platform to, to help some talent produce music Or, or get into some DJ bookings and develop into um, the talent agency side of things. I think that could be very interesting. And for me, traveling is really important. So to continue exploring the world, that's very important for me. And also something that is very important is the uh, nonprofit work. Mm. So going back to Cambodia to visit the kids at Aziza's place and visiting another NGO in Thailand that my friends run, which is just a beautiful project in Chiang Mai. And I'd really like to go and take some time to see the work they're doing there, 
So that's really important. I think finding a balance between work, your social life, your family life, and also giving back is, is incredibly important. And I think that's the part that we all struggle with is finding that right balance. And so you know, that, that's, that's the most important for me at the moment. You have to give us the links so that I put them also in the article so that people, if they want to find out about Aziz's place and the other project in, in uh, Thailand, you said, uh, so that people can also go check them and support them if, if, they, okay, if, it's, a, if it's a cause that actually resonates with them because there, there is a, it's beautiful what you guys are doing over there, what your friends Thank are doing there. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, Leila, our time is up. How can our listeners and readers get in touch with you? The best way would be through email. Um, I check our info at wilhelminadubai.com email every day. Mm -hmm. So if anyone has any questions or feedback or would like to ask me something, please feel free to get in touch. Perfect. And also the, the website of Wilhelmina Dubai is www.wilhelminadubai.com, right? Yes. Okay, perfect. All right. Thank you so much, Leila, for your time. It was a big pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for explaining us how uh, model agencies work and all the insights and everything. And, uh, well, we see each other very soon. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> Take care, my dear. Bye-bye. So that was our interview with Leyland Dackley. Now we know how model agencies operate. From the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you for being there. I really hope you enjoyed the interview. If you liked it, hit the subscribe button and give us your five star ratings on iTunes. Your five stars will allow this podcast to grow and get more visibility within iTunes. And don't forget to leave a comment. Your feedback is super important for me. I want to know your thoughts to keep on improving. You can subscribe to our digital magazine dubaifashionnews.com there you can find also all the archives with the past podcast in case you want to catch up and learn for example how Victoria St. Pierre managed to get her shoes in royal feet or what kind of advice gives Toby Meadows to emerging fashion designers if you want to communicate with us be part of the program or are interested in a particular topic just send us an email to hello at dubaifashionnews.com or use our Facebook or Instagram accounts Thank you and see you in the next podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coco?